Welcome back to No Nonsense Storytime. I'm Chris Panica. I'm Robert Hoffman. And we've missed everybody for the last month or so. Yep. <laughs> we've been away. I've been very sick. Yeah. But, you know. I wouldn't say I've missed everybody. We don't really interact with the, with the people who listen. I mean, we do, but also that hasn't stopped. Just the recording of the... I've, I've missed you. I missed the microphones. Yeah, that was really what I was getting at, Bobby. Oh, everybody in the room <laughs> didn't want to make it awkward by pointing yeah, out exactly I, I who. I take it back now. Okay. Um, but we're back now. Yeah. It's uh, very exciting. And we're going to do a, another Maurice Sendak book, which I was thinking about it earlier today. And our first book was Maurice Sendak. Yep. So it's kind of exciting to come back to. That it. time we did Where the Wild Things Are. Mm-hmm. What are we doing this time? This time we're doing In the Night Kitchen by Marie Sandek. Yeah, you got you got to <laughs> say it. <laughs> um, do you have any fun facts about Marie Sandek? Um, I will just I want to say that um this book is one that we spent a lot of time exploring at preschool, the preschool we work at. Yeah. Um and so I sort of gleaned some Maurice Sendak information from that. And really the main thing that I've heard is that he didn't really like kids very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That came that came through a few times. Yeah. Which is ironic, but also kind of poetic. Yeah. I think. Um I read a, a really funny little anecdote just before you came over while I was brushing up on my Maurice Sendak. Um, it's it it doesn't really relate to him not liking kids, but it was after he wrote Where the Wild Things Are, which was the you know book that put him on the map, and everyone really loved it. And he got fan mail from some kid about it. Um, and actually, and in the thing I was reading, it said that he responded to all of his fan mail sometimes quickly, sometimes with more thought. And he, he spent a long time thinking about this for whatever reason. It didn't say why, yeah. but it, I don't know. Maybe some kids write better letters than other kids. Um, so he drew like a picture of a wild thing and, you know, sent the letter back. And then the mother of the child, the kid's name was Jim. Um, so Jim's mom uh, didn't email him back because this was before that. And he killed that woman. <laughs> Killed her in cold blood. Jim's mom sent him another letter saying that he loved the drawing so much that he ate it. (laughs) (laughs) Which Jim is the true fan of where the wild things are. Everyone else is a fake fan. Well, what's really funny about that is, well, (laughs) I mean. A kid ate it because he liked it so much. I just, like, I'm imagining just the emotional, like, you have to feel so strongly. It's like, oh. I need this to be I part love, of me. I love it. I'm sorry, Mom. I imagine that's how it went. Um, I'm sorry, Mr. Sender. Oh. 
Well, what's funny is Maurice Sendak saw that as the highest form of compliment <laughs> that he could have received. Rightly so. Like, because the kid had, the kid didn't care <laughs> that it was an original Maurice Sendak illustration. <laughs> no. he, he just ate it. <laughs> um, it's oh, also man. funny because if you think back to our first episode, we touched on how Max learned to display love through the process of eating people yeah or the desire at least to eat people yes you know so it it's sort of like real life max yeah just name just name jim jim yeah (laughs) so i thought that that story was was pretty funny and i'm glad that it happened yeah thank you for telling it yeah, you're welcome. Would you like to um, take us on a stroll through the night kitchen? Uh, I suppose I could. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if I have to. All right. Well, okay. anyway, in the night kitchen. Uh, so there's this kid. His name is not Max. His name is Mickey, and he's in bed, and he hears this loud thumping. Um, and he shouts, quiet down there, and then he falls out of his bed and out of his clothes, and his nude body falls past his parents and the moon and, you know, everything. Uh, and then he lands in the night kitchen, uh, specifically in this, you know, uh, container of batter. And these three bakers come and they start mixing the batter and, uh, making Mickey and the batter into a cake um, and it makes it all the way to the cooking process <laughs> and at that point while being cooked Mickey pops out and says hold on a second I'm not milk um, and the bakers are distraught but it's <laughs> fine because Mickey makes an airplane out of bread dough and flies into the sky and gets milk from the sky for them um, I guess it's not really the sky. He goes up in the sky and then lands in a giant milk bottle um, mm-hmm. and gets milk from the milk bottle, uh, brings it back, puts it in the batter. They make the cake. Um, hooray. And then he slides down the slide, I guess, into <laughs> his bed, which, if you recall, was above before and is now below. Uh, goes back to sleep. And then at the end, there's this really weird page that looks like a like a logo it's just like in a circle and the text is like and that's why we have cake every morning (laughs) which like i don't have cake every morning (laughs) me neither i don't know what's up with that moral um anyway chris what's the moral (laughs) of the story um the moral of the story is that the kitchen is not a place for children really yeah. That's the moral? They'll get mistaken for milk. I suppose, but... And cooked. They wouldn't have been able to do it without a child. The moral of the story is that a kitchen is a place for a child. Okay, so you're, <laughs> what you're saying <laughs> is kids belong in the kitchen. Yes, because adults can't do it on their own. Adults, adults need children, children to get milk from the sky bottle for them. <laughs> I'll have you... Uh, Just full disclosure for everyone listening, Chris asked me before we started the episode if I wanted to do the recap or the intro, and I said the recap so I didn't have to come up with the moral for this story, (laughs) because guess what? There is none. 
There isn't a clear one, that's for sure. It's got to be just like, it's got to be right under my nose and I just can't figure out what it is. We should ask some kids what the moral of the story is. Oh, that's a good idea. Maybe they'll be able to. Because like, I don't know. I mean, I guess. Okay, so if we're looking for a serious moral here. um, What's the hero's journey here? Mickey is in bed and he can't sleep. Yeah. And he solves this. This is his problem. And he solves it by helping these bakers. It's a weird story, but that's at the heart of it. Yeah. Is like he helps these people and then well, it helps him. He, It's not that he can't sleep. He's awoken. Right? I don't remember. Yeah, probably. I think he's awoken. Sure. Either way. Same. Same. I mean... You know, same thing. Basically. He he becomes he's awake and then needs to do something. There's this loud, loud noise. Yeah. yeah. Um. Maybe it's that like you need to help other people before you can help yourself, or maybe. something. You maybe. get what you want through good works. <clears throat> What's also important to remember is he falls out of the bed, not on purpose. Mm-hmm. So he ends up in this situation. He makes the best of it. So maybe yeah. there's some of that in there too, like oh yeah, you know whatever wherever you. I mean, he's being baked into a cake, and he still comes out, improvises, figures out a way to turn it into a positive. Yeah, and maybe there's something to the, I'm not the milk, and the milk's not me. I'm Mickey. You yeah, know, being you, uh-huh. being unapologetically you unapologetically instead of milk. <laughs> instead of milk, yeah. <laughs> I am, that uh, way you can get real milk, because honestly, everyone would be disappointed if the cake wasn't made with milk but and was made with Mickey the instead. Milk's, the milk's in you. Well, that's at the end. Yeah. That's right. He does say, well, he says, I'm in the milk and the, the milk's, milk's in, in me. me. Yeah. I don't know. We're going to have to break that whole We're thing down. Break it down, down, down. Okay. All right. That's, um, I think that's enough of that. Yeah. Where does this story take place? Uh, you can email us the moral if you think you got a better one. Where yeah. does it take place? It takes place in the night kitchen, Chris. Okay, well, sure. Where's the night kitchen? It's uh, next to the night dining room. You really put your kitchen next to your dining room? I guess that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about what I was saying. Hold on. <laughs> you want there to be another room you have to walk through with the food to get to the room you eat in. Which room goes between the dining room and the kitchen? The bathroom. The bathroom. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's where you wash the dishes. <laughs> it's a multi-purpose the, sink. The bathroom's where I keep the seasonings. <laughs> uh, so this story takes place in Brooklyn. The bath salts. <laughs> Good one. Uh, thanks. Brooklyn. Um, I think it's Brooklyn. If you look at the whole night kitchen, it's obviously a city. Yeah. Um. And Marie Sendak grew up in Brooklyn. Yeah, those bakers—they're definitely from Brooklyn. 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 Yeah. Brooklyn. Bro- Brooklyn. They're broken. Bro- 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 Brooklyn. Bro- buck- Buckland. Buckland. <laughs> <laughs> those bakers are from Buckland. Yeah, it's from Lord of the Rings. Oh, is it? Sure is. Um. But they're in Brooklyn. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the night kitchen's in Brooklyn. And uh, that's it. 
Unless you just boom. Uh, no, that sounds good to me. Cool. So they're in Brooklyn. Now, it's time to get into the good part. Okay. The, oh, the, nonsense. the nonsense, Bobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we're here. Okay, Brooklyn. Easy. Uh, nonsense. Yeah. Well, sure. Brooklyn's not nonsense. Well, it's some sense. Yeah, so. All right, I guess we'll start at the... Ooh, the golden compass. <laughs> That's not in the book. Let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. I saw the golden compass before I said that. Man, just, you're making it hard to edit I'm out. just letting everyone know. <laughs> I'm going to read the golden compass this year. <laughs> I hope you edit my part out and keep you just <laughs> saying that. We've committed to it too much now, Bobby. That's true. Um, when you're done, let me know. I'll borrow it if that's okay with you. It's yeah. not, that's fine, too. It's I fine. thought you read it. I oh, didn't. no, you read the spinoff yeah, series. Well, it's not really a spinoff. It's more like a companion series. That sounds like what spinoffs <laughs> call themselves. You're right. That's a spinoff. <laughs> I was going to call it a sequel, and then I'm like, oh, wait, it's not a sequel. And then I realized, oh, yeah, it's a spinoff. <laughs> um, um, so uh, in the night kitchen. <laughs> we're out of practice. Yeah. It's full of malarkey. Yes. To be honest. So there's he's in bed. He's in bed. There's noises. That's normal. Yeah. That happens. Totally normal. He yells quiet down there. Reasonable course of action. So far, you would think, okay, he's yelling down the stairs. Yeah, or out the window. Out the window, yeah, sure. In the city. Makes sense. Sure, yeah. Um, And then he falls out of his bed and clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Which, while unlikely, <laughs> I suppose isn't exactly nonsense. It is, like... He's got some loose-fitting pajamas. They yeah. get, like, caught on the bed. Yeah, that could you know, happen. Caught on the... What's the... This this part? The frame? Not the frame, like, the, like when it has a sticky-up part. <laughs> a sticky-up part. A bed knob? <laughs> yeah, bed knob. a bed knob. Is that right? A bed post? Bed post. Thank you. <laughs> no, a but... A bed knob. The bed post is the whole back thing. The, the headboard? Is just the side. Not the... Okay. <laughs> Have you used a bed? I feel like bed knob is a thing. <laughs> bed knob must be real. If you think bed knob is real, I, email I'm, us at I'm in too story deep. Time. I can't not commit to bed knob. I think it's real. You can think that. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> anyway... So he gets his clothes caught on the bed knob, and he falls, falls out, out of him. and then he's nude, which he's, is then he's fine. Nude, which, yeah, so everything tracks so far. <laughs> yeah. Then he falls past. Hold on. Can we bring the book? Can we? Um. Yes. Hold on. Give us one moment, friends. Okay. He's, so he's... he falls past the moon and his mama and papa. Okay. So moon, sure, he passes the moon in the window mm -hmm. then he pa he falls past his parents uh-huh um so that's what's leading me to believe this kid has fallen down the stairs <laughs> he's got a bedroom that's that's pretty like it's pretty close to the top of the stairs his bed's close to the door he falls and maybe even like he hits the floor and then he like tries to roll a little bit and then he just <laughs> falls down the stairs or something and he's naked yeah, that's totally possible my my option was that he's he's in a building that has a kitchen like on the bottom floor yeah sort of like bob's burgers apartments above restaurant below sure 
Um, and there's like a dumb waiter in his bedroom for some reason. So he like fell into the dumb waiter and like went down to the kitchen. There's a dumb waiter in his bedroom. Wait, I'm yeah. sorry. What is a dumb waiter? I don't know that term. Oh, it's like um, it's like so in a wall. It's kind of like an elevator that you use to like send like foods up and down through different like he would send food from the basement up to the kitchen and he falls onto this and his weight brings him down into the kitchen yeah night kitchen um i think that that is less realistic because why would you have a dumb waiter in your your apartment yeah exactly like in your apartment maybe at your child's bedroom probably Probably not not. the stairs makes a lot more sense okay so so far sure he falls down the stairs yep into the light of the night kitchen so okay he has a kitchen downstairs Mm -hmm. do you think it's his kitchen or do you think it could be possible that it's like a like there's a bakery on the ground floor it's possible but how many stairs is he falling down it's like his bedroom's probably not an apartment uh, in its own, but I suppose. Okay. Okay. Here's mm-hmm. what happens. Okay. He falls down the stairs, right? Yep. His mom and dad are coming into the door. They were out. Whatever. Okay, so they're coming inside they're coming while inside. he falls down the stairs. Yes. Okay. The door's open. Okay. The stairs right next to the door. So he falls. Out, down the stairs and then rolls out the door past his mom and dad past his mom and dad exactly. and they don't notice oh sure they notice but <laughs> you know he'll be fine he'll be fine exactly they're like they see look this is this, this stuff happens to mickey all the time he's he's a troublemaker and they see this naked boy roll oh my out God, the there door, he goes again and they're like okay we're going to solve this but we'll just give him a second like yeah what, like we just, just got home. We're just gonna breathe. We're just gonna breathe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So he rolls past them. Yeah. Now does he roll out into a kitchen or into the street? Uh. Well, he rolls into the light of the night kitchen. Um. Maybe it's in. Maybe it's into the street, and it's the light of the night kitchen oh. coming through the window. Oh, uh, maybe they like live next to the bakery. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, and it also makes sense that they're, you know, they're cooking because, or baking, yeah. because people bake at like two in the morning. Yeah. You know, it's actually pretty cool to like be walking by a bakery at two in the morning because you smell that they're baking and stuff. Right. And it's like, you think about the whole life of people who go into the bakery at two in the morning to start well, the, baking the and they rises. bake till eight. And then sell a bunch of bread and stuff. Yeah, so it it's probably one of those situations. Yeah. Um, and he he's naked, and mm-hmm. the bakers, I guess, see him out. I mean, do you think they see him, or he goes in there on his own accord? Mm. I think he probably goes in there on his own. Yeah, into the light of the night kitchen, and then what's the next? Yeah, let's see. Where yeah, the where the bakers, bakers are baked bake to the dawn. That, this so makes we sense. can have cake in the morn, mixed Mickey in batter, chanting yeah. milk in the batter, milk 
in the batter. Stir it. (laughs) Scrape it. Scrape it. (laughs) Make it. Bake it. Okay. We're just going to read the whole book in (laughs) slow motion. Okay. That's good. So So he he climbs in there. He climbs in there. Because he's hungry. He smells the good smells. Yeah. And they don't notice him. Their eyes are closed. There's like, okay, there's like a few different possibilities here. Like, yeah, first of all, they're so tired. It's two in the morning. It is two in the morning. Okay, so Mickey rolls down the stairs. He's probably injured, right? Probably. Like, he's a little boy. He fell down the stairs. And now he's got like a bouncy little little boy body. Yeah. So, (laughs) so he's not as hurt. He's not hurt as badly as, say, I would be if Mm -hmm. I fell down the stairs into the night kitchen. But he falls down. He's probably like a little like, whoa, whoa, like where am I? Because he was asleep anyway. So mm-hmm. he, he smells the good smells. He's going to get up anyway. Probably open the closest door because, he, you know, he's like, where am I? Yeah. Maybe he's... this is my house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Goes in. That all makes sense. And maybe he thinks he's climbing into his bed. Or maybe he's fully aware and he's like, I want to taste some of this good dough here. I would too. Either way, I don't think that's nonsense. And yeah, I think like if these bakers are super tired or even if they're just like getting ingredients somewhere, they're not spending their whole time staring at the batter. Yeah. They're not expecting a small naked child to yeah, roll on in and jump in the cake. And if he's small enough to get in there and be hidden, then which, and yeah. Which he is. Like that is a gigantic bowl right. that they are working with. And the mixing is it, just muscle memory. It, it to takes three of them to carry it. Yep. You know? So, I mean, imagine how big it must be. Yeah. It's huge. Quite large. Big enough for a Mickey. Yeah. So, they mix them in there. Yeah. And they don't even notice because, like I said, it's muscle memory. They do this every single morning. Yeah. So, they don't... They're just, and they're singing uh, while they do yeah. it. Exactly. They're singing. They're, you know, sensory deprivation. They're not even looking at it. They're not even yeah. really feeling... Like, the inconsistencies and the... Yeah. They're just going for it. Yeah. Cool. So, then they take him and the in the batter, and they put him in the oven. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that's what they would do. Um, and <clears throat> I think that that could be okay. Perhaps it wasn't a preheated oven. Yeah. Right? Uh, if... Oh! Here's something. This is this is less. Uh, I'm not too worried about this. Could be a coincidence. Okay. But I have noticed that in this book, the oven is called the Mickey oven. So like <laughs> that implies they meant to do this. <laughs> okay. We gotta pivot now. So they knew he was there. No, no, no. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's called the Mickey oven. <laughs> Maybe this has happened before. Yeah. And they've like had to like play to this like kid's whole like imagination. Like this is not the first time he's rolled in naked into the bakery. Maybe. And every time he does it, he tries to get into the cakes. And they don't want to bake him because he is a child. So they give it a test run in the Mickey oven and see if Mickey comes out. (laughs) 
They do this with every cake. <laughs> they have the that, Mickey but... oven. It's fake. It's not a real oven. They named it this just in case Mickey comes. Yeah. And every time they're going to put a cake in. Test it. Because they're so bad at checking. Mm-hmm. They just put it in the Mickey oven first. Put on like mild heat. <laughs> yeah. And then if if if, if he, it they hear scream. If they hear I'm not the milk and the milk's not me, I'm Mickey. Then they then know, the, yeah. If they, they know don't hear that, they take it out and put it in the real oven. I think that that is right. That's definitely it. <laughs> um, it's definitely the most optimal way to, you know, make sure there are no children in your cake. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of any other way you could do it. Yeah, I can't think yeah. of a single way. So that's why it doesn't get hurt, because it's it's the, 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 the low-heat Mickey oven. Right. Um... So me comes out, I'm not the milk and the milk's not me, of course, obviously. We know that. <clears throat> and now he makes an airplane out of dough. Which, at first, is not that remarkable. I mean, it's very impressive, but you could do that. You could shape dough into an airplane. Sure. What you can't do is fly that dough into the sky. If it has, I mean, here's the thing. Yeast makes the dough rise <laughs> yes it does <laughs> there's so much yeast in the dough that it flies let's see he makes an airplane <sighs> then mickey in dough was just on his way okay he doesn't, that doesn't say that it's flying it doesn't have to be flying he could adjust in on this page this could be a it jump. Could, it could be a jump. It could be just a weird perspective. Yeah. What's the next page? I think the next page is gonna gonna be the the ringer. He is. Let's see. Okay. They want us to think he's flying. Hmm. Oh wait. You know what? What? Okay. So this page, it it doesn't necessarily mean it's fine but i think on the next one it's like him flying up to that giant milk bottle yeah it has to happen somehow how does he get with the dough airplane up to the giant first of all why is there a giant milk bottle um is this a giant milk bottle well let's see so he grabs the measuring cup from them they want milk. Milk for the morning cake. And he's like, I'm going to go get it the Mickey way. <clears throat> Which is to fly in the sky to the top of a gigantic milk bottle. Right. And then get the milk. Um, is it a gigantic milk bottle? It looks like it. It looks like it. And what is it? It's got to be is. like 20 feet tall. It's What it is is it's a statue. Okay. It's a commemorative statue. Commemorative milk statue. Yeah. That this bakery um, was gifted Mm -hmm. by the city or something like that. It's a statue. Maybe it's to celebrate art. Maybe it's like an art installation, a sculpture. What if it's like to commemorate their first like thousand gallons of milk? made into yeah that's cake. Sound, that sounds right something like that that's a that's a weird thing to celebrate yeah but you know what people celebrate all kinds of weird things yeah 
Okay. Okay, so they got the special statue. Yeah. Some it's I mean, I just don't think it would make sense for them to store their milk in a giant actual bottle. Yeah, sure. That would be a little ridiculous. Yeah. Because it would presumably come in regular gallons. And then right, they, and they just empty those gallons in. into a giant bottle. And he goes. So how did he fly up there? That's the problem. Um, a, n- a nice toss. A nice toss, like a salad. Yeah. N- yeah. N- well, no. Like a throw. Like a, like a blanket. Like a yeah. Fine, sure, I guess. Or a throw? Is it a throw pillow? They're both. You could have a throw blanket and a throw pillow. Same thing. I mean, they're not the same thing, but (laughs) they're both. uh, You could call both of them a throw. Okay. Okay, so a a solid throw from the bakers. Yeah. In their dismay, they throw them up. Why Um, do they do that? Maybe they're angry at them. Maybe I mean it's a lot of dough that just got wasted. Yeah. You know, so. I, I would be miffed yeah. if I was one of those bakers. So I throw him. Yeah, okay, he makes an airplane. And they're like, you you stupid kid. Yeah. What are you doing with our dough? And he's like, I made an airplane. He's like, oh, you want to fly? Yeah, here Whoa. you go. Here you go. And throws him. Stupid Mickey. And um, he you know, grabs a measuring cup out of the guy's hand, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he throws him. And he, he luckily lands on top of this statue thing. statue but then he seems to go inside the statue yes and get milk yeah and is floating and then his clothes dissolve uh-huh which his, i mean it's his clo- clothes his clothes his are, yeah his his batter <laughs> so there's so, gotta be a liquid in there yeah but it's not milk so if it's a statue it's a hollow statue yes and a translucent statue Transparent statue. Okay. Is it? Maybe it's not a statue. It's a glass. It's something. All I can think of is like in sci-fi movies where they have like the cloning tank where the clone goes. That's all I can think of. It could be a water tower. Like... (laughs) <laughs> An oddly shaped water tower. There's a water tower in this building. <laughs> or are you talking of? Are you saying the baker went what? outside and threw him on top of a water <laughs> tower? Yes. I think. Um, well, I think it's about twenty feet tall. Because if you looked at it compared to the size of the baker's, it's pretty tall. Yeah, it's a good throw. So, to like, get him it up would there. have to be outside. It's. Not, it can't be inside the exact building in the night kitchen unless it's a really tall building and this is a glass elevator oh yeah okay so he threw him on top of the really tall Full building of water <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah for sure <laughs> why <laughs> why though that all checks out but <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the farther we go, I think it might just be easier to be a giant bottle of milk. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, because he does come out with milk. Yeah. Why do they have a giant bottle of milk? <laughs> okay, I mean, I guess because they make lots of cakes, and maybe it was a gift. 
And they just feel compelled to use it. Ooh, okay, okay. Or maybe every month they get a month's worth of milk in one giant bottle. Yeah. From some wily dairy farmer. They are environmentally conscious. Yes. That's what it's about. They don't want to waste all this stuff, so they have the one bottle every month. Right. It's one gigantic bottle that they get. I mean, yeah. I feel like open-air milk, not (laughs) cooled at all, doesn't last for a month. So this is just, they just use a lot of milk. They just use a lot of milk. (laughs) Again, those were big cakes. Yeah. Those were big, big cakes. They get this thing filled up, um, and they have like a little stopper at the bottom that they could pour it out. Yeah. But it's stuck. Oh, yeah. That's that's why why... they're so angry in the first place, because they can't get milk. They have all this milk in there, but they can't get it. Mm. So that's why they threw them up there. Yeah. And now he can get it. And he does. He says, I'm in the milk and the milk's in me. They're like, we can't climb up there, but you're a small child. You're so light. We can toss you up to the top of it. Yeah. And you will get the milk for us. Yes. Perfect. And that's what happens. He gets up there. He gets it. Gets the milk. Then what happens? (laughs) Oh, and so the airplane is just like, He's, like, scared, and they're like, oh, don't worry. We've got an airplane for you. You'll fly up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, smart. And um, he pours the milk out. Yeah, I could do that. All right, this is my favorite page. This is, like, at the very end. Yeah. And we've <laughs> talked about this before. We have. Um, But towards the very end, after the cake is done... The bakers have it. One of them is playing a giant spoon like it's a guitar. And they're singing, milk in the batter, milk in the batter. We bake cake and nothing's the matter. Nothing's the matter. (laughs) And I just can't shake how sinister that sounds to me. Or at least how suspicious it is. Yeah. So I think the fact that it rhymes like makes it sound more innocent. Okay. Let me translate this into not rhyme. That's true. Okay. Let's pick something other than milk. Just an ingredient. Blueberries. Yeah. Like, let's say they were making pancakes. It's like, blueberries in these pancakes. (laughs) Blueberries in there. (laughs) We make pancakes. Everything's fine. (laughs) That's what this is. That's what they're saying. Right, but the the addition of everything's fine. Everything's fine. Just implies that it's not. Exactly. You know, like, imagine a little kid coming up to you and be like, I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know they did it. You don't know what it is. That's what this is. We know they did it. We don't know what it is. Yeah, is we it, know they did it. I mean, are they just talking about the fact that they, you know, committed gross child endangerment? Probably, by, yeah. And also, like, all kinds of health code violations. They, what this is is them trying to convince themselves <laughs> that nothing's the matter. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, the new child swimming in the milk is yeah. fine. <laughs> And off in the corner of the page, you do see this nude child holding a measuring cup, just just like basking on the outside of this giant yeah. milk bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, Mickey stands on top of the milk bottle and says, cock-a-doodle-doo! Which is not nonsense at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then he slides down the slide, like you right. said. Slides down, he sl- slides down the side. Oh, the side. I guess yeah. the side of the milk bottle. Right. Which, okay, sure. And, and then he goes 
He slides into his bed. And then he's back home and he falls asleep. So, okay, this, how are we going to solve this one here? He slides down into his bed? I mean, so. Is this the same bed from the beginning? I think so. It must be. Yeah, probably. Um, perhaps the the bottle is so tall that he was above his bed bedroom again. And, like, he slid down and, like, got into his window or something. His window is there, you're saying? Yeah. Isn't this bottle inside the bakery? I don't think so, because it's so big. I don't think it could fit in the bakery. So they, store, like, they have their milk outside? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only choice. I mean, where would you put a 20-foot bottle of milk? I mean, there are places with 20-foot ceilings. That's true. I feel like this bakery does not have a 20-foot ceiling. I feel like that's more likely than the milk being stored outside in the open air with no top. <laughs> okay. All right. That's a good point. All right. So. He slides down straight into bed. What this, I mean, what this supposes in the story is sort of a, th- a three-level structure. Bed, night kitchen, bed. Like bed it's on the It's an underground bottom. bed. It's a different bed. It must be. It's a different bed. Because it doesn't say straight into his bed. It says straight into bed. Mm-hmm. So it's a different bed. Yeah. That they happen to have in the bakery? Well, maybe he has. they keep one for him because this happens so often. Or maybe they know they can't just send this kid back home covered in milk and all that. Mm -hmm. And maybe maybe they just have a bed there. Like, they work so early in the morning, maybe they just sleep there. So what they do is they slide the bed next to the milk bottle. Where it'll be safe. So that he can slide down. Yeah. And not get hurt by landing on the hard floor. Makes sense to me. Straight into bed. That's what I would do. Yeah. I know that it says cake-free and dried, but it makes me want it to be carefree and dried. Yeah. Which I'm sure is on purpose. Cake-free. Cake-free and dried. He goes to sleep, and uh, that's why we have cake every morning. (laughs) That's why, thanks to Mickey, we have cake every morning. Which... I also don't have cake every morning. Yeah, I don't. But when I was a kid, my grandpa would have coffee cake every morning. And I would eat some of that. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Some people have muffins every morning. Yeah. Donuts every morning. I guess that's what it is. It's like we have, you know, like Breakfast bread. is basically dessert. Yeah. Breakfast is you know? basically dessert. And also, like, maybe at the time that this was written, having, like, cake in the morning was... The equivalent of having a muffin or a donut. Yeah. You know? That sounds right to me. All right. What an adventure the story is. Yep. Um, we need a new moral. <sighs> okay. Um, new moral is... There are things... That kids can do that adults can't. 
Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, I would say... I would say that sometimes you need to leave the nest to achieve your full potential. To achieve the best. Leave the nest, achieve the best. Yeah, good one. Glad I thought of it. Me too, me too. Yeah, I feel good. All right. I'm Robert Hoffman. I'm Chris Panico. Thank you so much for listening to this, our latest episode of No Nonsense Storytime, and our first one in a while. Join us next time. We're going to be talking about Moon Man, which is a book written by Tommy Ungerer. I'm really excited. I love the moon. I don't know if you know that about me. I love me. the moon. I love the man. Yeah. Like Put them together. Moon Man. Yeah. Um, it's a really silly, bizarre interesting story if you want to get in touch with us before then feel free to email us at no nonsense storytime at gmail.com find us on facebook and all those other places let other people know that this podcast is really awesome and you enjoy it so we that they are can enjoy it. closely approach closely we are quickly approach i'm so tired we are quickly approaching episode 50 so yes. if you have any suggestions this especially for what episode 50 should be, hit us up in the ways that Chris has described already. I won't repeat them. Bed knobs are real.